Tuesday with Tamika. Thank you all so much for being here for yet another episode of Tuesday with Tamika, where y'all already know what it is. We lift as we climb. We turn our trials into treasures. We live a life to inspire and not impress, and we allow God to fully restore us. If you are new to the podcast or new to me, I am Tamika Thomas, your life and relationship coach. And over here, we just don't do this for content and for you all to get fat on stuff, but we want you to implement everything that we are teaching. So make sure you grab your pen, you grab your journal and let's get it popping. I have an amazing guest for you guys again today. But before we do that, I want to talk to you guys. Last week, we were talking about um, when you have uh, this calling and you you leave and, and you have to leave places that no longer serve you. Today, I want to talk to you guys about what if, like what if that trial, that hurt, that pain, what if it was actually part of your story and it was the one thing that was going to propel you to the next level the next place in your life what if God kind of planned all that because he knew you can handle it and not only did he know you can handle it but he knew that you were going to do something amazing with it what if so I want us to just take a moment and think about all the what ifs in our lives my guest has a fire what if story so without further ado i want to bring my guests on hey bro you got a minute hey sis, hey, sis you got a minute hey sis you got a minute hey sis you got a minute hey sis you got a minute i sure do i, I listened to one of a uh, few of your podcasts and i remember you got a minute so i was waiting on it to kind of repeat and repeat super cool but I do <laughs> I do got a few minutes uh definitely for a podcast like this I'm honored uh we're so in line um you just confirmed that God knows exactly what he is doing um everything happens the right place at the right time so definitely got a minute let's talk um let's let's get into this and um yeah hopefully enlighten and encourage um and, and help help some people grow in their walk with God absolutely that's what it's all about so Tell us your name and tell us a little bit about you. And then we want to, I really want to dive into your story. Um, I have the opportunity to do this talk about the art of storytelling. And I think that people um, forget or don't realize the power of their story. So what's your name? Where are you, you know, visiting on TWT from? And, And let's get into this story. Definitely. So my name is Joshua Mathis. Mathis means gift of God. So I go by gifted uh, Mathis, a season in my life where I was asking God, what would you like to do with me? Um, he had me research kind of my name because uh, God doesn't make mistakes with our names. And uh, when I found that out, um, I said, you know what, I'm going to go as a gift, as gifted Mathis. So started going by that um, here in San Diego, California, uh, where it's lovely at just a couple hours away from you. Uh, born in Riverside. Uh, right out of Riverside Hospital, as my mother was in prison. Uh, a few days, few days later, she went back to prison. My grandmother brought me down to San Diego, so I don't know much about living in Riverside. But on my birth certificate, it'll tell you. Uh, it'll tell you Riverside. <laughs> yes, yes. So interesting. As I was reading, you know, your bio, and I'm like, gosh, 
we have, like you said, there's so much of things that we have in common. Um, teen mom, you know, she got addicted to drugs quite early in my life. Uh, my mom was in and out of prison. And I've, I've recently started reconciling that, you know, as a mother, as a wife. And I wonder, like, why do I go so hard for my kids? And it's Absolutely. really because of that what if, you know, like, what if my mom didn't make the choices that she made? Like, what if I wouldn't be this amazing mom that I am? You know, what if my mom didn't and, and my dad and, and the things that I went through as a child, would I be going so hard for God? Would I be on these healing streets, like telling people that they could heal? So so let's get into your what what is your what if? Like, what is some of your what ifs? Definitely. So um, a big, big change. My testimony is when um, um, I was in a very bad relationship. I was uh, trying to change my life around, get out of my environment, grew up in some uh, bad areas and uh, here in San Diego, I wanted to make my way out of that. So I went into the military um, to go serve in the military, but I took some bad things with me. And uh, that was a relationship. I was in a relationship with my son's mom. Uh, we were fighting all the time. It was very toxic. And I was lost. Um, I was really trying to find myself in the military, um, but I was lost. I was broken down. I said, is this what I'm going to repeat? You know, my son growing up, just seeing this toxic environment, seeing arguments, seeing fights all the time. And I started questioning myself. You know, I was in my um, early 20s and I just wanted to make a change. I was the main reason why, you know, I was making that going down that path. But nothing was changing. Things were getting worse. The military was was just so difficult. Um, if you're familiar with the military. It's, it's a... Um, it's a lot of sacrifice. So we're just trying to figure life out. And uh, finally I broke and um, I had, I had a brother take me to a, to church and um, I found myself there and just started rebuilding um, and started connect, connecting with God more and eventually got the strength to get out of that situation. Kind of like you, your, uh, your uh, season right now that you're talking about, as far as getting out of those seasons, I found the strength. Um, although she um, wasn't, wasn't um supportive of that of that i knew it had to be done and i found the strength to get out of that situation um and since then just really been seeking a deeper level of knowing god and just thankful for who he is and and what he can do um and just been just been growing since there and also just help helping others get out of that season because i know it's tough it's mm -hmm. hard it's those it's, it's hard and it's um it's not anything to to live a life just completely um stuck in those seasons because I've, I've seen it um i have you know close people close to me who have just my life sucked out of them because they couldn't find the strength to get out of there. So I'm just so grateful that um, I was able to find the Lord and, and kind of get out of there and also help her, you know, because a lot of times mm -hmm. we forget the other person suffering as well. So someone has to really, um, you know, carry that burden and, and uh, make the decision to, to get out of that situation. Absolutely. You know, um, I'm like moving, God is moving me into like this relationship space. And I, what I've learned is relationships are one of the hardest things to break. You know, we will, you know, folks will stop over drinking and they'll stop, you know, doing all this stuff. But when we have these soul ties and when we have these relationships that keep us in these toxic cycles, um, folks are really, it's, that's really, really hard to break. Another thing that you said that I was like, man, that's powerful what we don't heal, we end up repeating. So you were able to literally see like, man, my son is going to be right where I'm at 20 years Absolutely. from now, if I don't change my ways. So was it your son that was the kind of the catalyst? Or what do you think was that thing that made you say, I got to make a difference? Definitely. Well, I'm a firm believer of reverse engineering. Um, I look at when I'm going to meet my father face to face, 
what am I going to have to say? You know, what kind of life did I live? And, you know, that combination of my son and just really letting things hit me and, is, and asking, is this going to be the life I live out? Because my father was never in my life. Um, so now I have an opportunity to raise my son. And that was kind of stopping me from separating because I didn't want to break up my household and I wanted to be there for him. But I had to make that sacrifice. I had to know that, you know, things could still work out. And by the grace of God, he's still in my house majority of the week. I'm still mm -hmm. able to have that relationship with him. I just had the trust in the Lord. But really just that reverse engineering and knowing that, you know, I'm going to have to face God face to face one day. Um, is this the legacy I would like to live? I'm, I would like to leave. This is the life I would like to to live. And when I started asking myself those questions and um, having had a few people in my corner who would tell me this is not good for you, um, mm -hmm. you know, just like how you're stepping up and people are going to be able to hear your podcast and know, like, maybe maybe this isn't what's best for me. Because sometimes people are just lost and stuck and they don't hear a word or a voice of someone just encouraging them and letting them know that there's better for them. Um, I had that. So thankfully, you know, years and years of someone just keep reminding me like, hey, there's someone out there better for you. You can really get out of this. Um, finally, finally, it, it, it hit, you know, those seeds were planted. They continue to be watered. So that's why I'm so grateful for people like you who step up and really just enter those spaces and be a voice, you know, be someone who's on the other side to say, come on, it's okay. Yeah. You can get, you can get out of this. And so me having that really, really blessed me and allowed me to, um, to make my way out of that situation and not be like many um, other young men who come from where I come from and, you know, just be, be stuck in those situations because of a bad partner or because of certain strongholds or addictions. Yeah. You know, so many people, um, and I can only speak from a woman's per perspective, but I feel like we have a little bit more time, maybe, or uh, not a little bit more time, but a little bit more ease to like start the process of breaking these strongholds and, and really trusting God, right? Because we're, we're like created to receive God just created us to receive. So we're always looking to receive something from either people, but, but definitely from God men and, and and I don't want to overstep or say something I shouldn't be saying but I feel like men sometimes have a little bit harder time trusting and and, and really like submitting to Absolutely. God because God created you all to be dominant and to be the leaders um why do you think that is first and foremost and maybe we already kind of answered that but I want us to dive into that but what I really want to go with this question is do you believe that that is one of the reasons why our churches are empty and there's not a lot of men that um, are in it? You know, if you look into most churches across America, at least they're they're female heavy. Um, I, I, I don't know why God is leading me this way, but I want to talk about that because maybe there's something you can say that can really, really inspire a man to give God a try. Oh, absolutely. And I'm truly passionate about that. Uh, uh, recently declared myself as an evangelist so you know that's that's what I do spread the gospel and, and as a younger looking at myself as a younger male um, a big thing I, when I looked at the church I couldn't really respect it when I looked yeah. at Christians I couldn't really say see myself in that as being a man and, and being a part of that and you know not to talk down on the church but you, you talk about you know hypocritical we got lack of discipleship now um, we got you know, people not in their word. Um, and there, there's plenty of negative things that I couldn't connect myself with that. I said, no way. And unfortunately, that's not really Christ. That's not what he's like. That's not what he is. And when I found out for myself, 
I said, whoa, I've been missing out this whole time. That Baptist church I grew up in was was really not the best um, representation of uh, representation of Christ. Um, and so when I started digging in my word and reading the Bible for myself and started implementing those things in my life, like everything changed. And, yeah. you know, God started working and I started understanding. So when I started getting into that and I'm a firm believer in prayer, like prayer literally changed my life. If it was not for prayer, um, you know, I'm, I'm a father of multiple children, multiple kids, mom, like some people told me I was out of it. Like I would never, and I have the most amazing wife ever because mm -hmm. of prayer. Yeah. Um, I, I'm able to live in freedom now because of prayer. Like I'm able to do a lot of things that I do now because of prayer. That wasn't my life before. So as a man, you have to pray. Um, and you, mm -hmm. it's, it's not dependent on your pastor. It's your own prayer life. It's mm -hmm. really getting in the word and getting, getting in prayer for yourself. And, you know, nowadays miracles are others lives that's why like you said we have to share our story uh christ is no longer walking around just healing but as you can i'm pretty sure you can share some things in your life that's going to be like whoa god definitely was there he worked a miracle you know yeah. so you you have to really seek um, those stories out there and his miracles and, and just really understand that he's he's still alive he's still working but you can't keep yourself just away just because of the church that's failing uh tremendously right now you can't you can't allow that to to be the reason why you miss out on Christ and and really at the end of the day miss out on eternity. Yeah. Oh man, that's so 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 good. This morning, me and my husband were talking, and literally the Bible is like living, right? So I was I was doing my devotional and I read something that I never read before, and I'm like, mm -hmm. where was this at? And then we that's, you know as we were right, <laughs> I'm like uh, absolutely, I, I just like <laughs> mind blown and. And I was there telling my husband, this is the, the the reason why the word of God says, seek ye first, first of all, right? And this is also why it says, study to show thyself approved. So yes. often folks don't study, like they, they read the Bible, but they don't like dive into it. Or they they go off of borrowed word or, or what yes. the church Come said or now. what pastor said. And in order yes. for us to truly like be in this thing, we mm -hmm. gotta, we gotta dive. We, it's just like you with your wife, right? If you don't ever talk to her, if I don't ever talk to my husband, we ain't got no relationship, mm, that, right? That That's definitely. what prayer is. Prayer is like Absolutely. that relationship, that that intimacy with God. And so I am so grateful that you said that. And I, I do believe that there's a remnant of people like you and me that are not really afraid of what the church is going to say, but we're out here really, you know, doing what God said do. So- Absolutely. In that pursuit of you doing what God has told you to do, let's talk about the other side. Like, I love that you talked about the hardships and the things that you, you know, um, were in a part of and the, you know, the, the mistakes and, and, and the trials and the tribulations. But when you submit to God, it's good on this side. Oh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So let's talk Absolutely. about that. Just, just, I mean, just first and primarily on the inside, just what changes on the inside, um, I feel like is, is greater than all. Like Paul says, you know, I've seen what it's like to, to live with, with nothing. And I've seen what it's like to have all, and I'm content with, with both. And I've, I've, I've personally seen um, both sides, you know, I, I live in an amazing place now, you know, be able to take care of myself and my family versus before, I didn't have I didn't have that uh, type of lifestyle, and but when I'm when I was walking when I'm walking with Christ, just to have that that peace and that and that freedom, I think that's most important 
um, than all. But uh, so, but I'm coming out of a um, certain season of my life, just built up a few uh, cleaning companies and childcare. That's what I do. My my thing is um, I clean souls, I clean spaces, um, I get kids off to a clean site, uh, clean uh, a clean start, and I provide clean units. So I don't know if you can guess kind of what I what I do, but it's all about clean. That's kind of all, all I do is clean, but in different in different ways. Would you be able to guess what those are? I'm gonna repeat it one more time. I clean spaces. Mm-hmm. I clean souls. Okay, I provide clean units, and I get kids off to a clean start. Okay, so what I what I heard is child like some type of child care or like yeah. you know school, school right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so a janitorial service, right? Yeah. So, and so that basically, I think that's what it is. But then also with a part of the evangelistic side of you, that's where the soul work come in. Did I did I get that right? Yep, like to clean souls, <laughs> and then finally, uh, provide provide clean units. I'm in uh, real estate, so have a mix of uh, long-term and short-term rentals. So God really turned it around. But again, I was, that's all through uh, through prayer. Um, I really wanted to be able to provide, um, and not only for myself, um, I have a heart for Africa. My wife's from Tanzania. Mm. Uh, so we're now we're, we're seeking uh, uh, 2024. We should be starting schools there. Um, so we, I'm really have a heart for, for, for the orphans. Cause that was me. Um, after my grandma passed when I was 15 and a half, I was lost. And my, my wife as well, you know, at the age of 11, she was out in Africa, just, just on her own. So I really have a heart for, um, the lost children that are still an opportunity to change this world. Cause the kind of direction we're going in, I'm not really um, supportive of it. I get afraid for my kids sometimes. So want to do the most I can to help help them, you know, kind of redirect and, and hopefully get things uh, pointed at Christ. So do a mixture of things. Uh, consider myself just, an, you know, American entrepreneur and an evangelist. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what I'm a little bit about what I'm doing now uh, with my life. That's such a blessing. Like, literally, you are the living example of turning your trials into treasures. You know, you uh, according to what's on paper, the world would say that you are a statistic and you should be, you know, locked up or you should be doing all these things, but you have really allowed God to restore, you know, the, this podcast and my business is, is built off of Joel two and 25 that talks about, um, the canker worm and the Palmer worm. And, you know, those, those different worms, they come to eat up us in our infancy. You know, you were, supposed to be destroyed when you were an infant and then that didn't work. And then, so the other worm came and said, okay, we're going to try to take him out when he's a teenager and mm. that didn't work. Come right. And now. then right. through those relationships that wow. didn't work. And so God is like, yeah, I'm going to take all of that and I'm going to restore mm. you. And recently God has been talking to me about a sudden restoration that it wow. doesn't have to take like years and years and years, mm. but if we submit to him and, and you are bro, you are really a living example. Mm. So man, Thank you. Thank you so much for what you're doing and, and just being a man of that that proves that God's word and, and having a relationship with him is real. So I, I want to just take a quick, quick left turn really quickly. And and I don't know, God is just is pressed upon my heart. So I got to go where God tells us to Absolutely. go. Um but with with your other children and with you know your your new beautiful wife and all that amazing things that God has given you, how does the blend work? How how oh, is definitely. God blending your family? Definitely. Um, so I just recently started opening up about that. Uh, for a while, I was just you know hung on it because it's a mess. It's a mess. Um, I didn't learn 
the right way of doing things. I don't use that as an excuse, but I never even learned how to be a man. Uh, mm. My grandfather would always cheat on my grandmother. He would leave for, you know, days and days at a time. Um, and just to show right after she she died, um, three days later, he was living with another woman in our complex. And I was just, yeah. you know, kind of bouncing around. So I didn't really get that, that, that foundation of, you know, what a man, what a man should be like. Um, so after I lost her, I was lost. Um, I, I loved her to death. She was all I had. And at 15 and a half, you know, in those days, I, I was just lost. So really um, at a time where my buddies and I were talking, everybody's asking, how many women have you slept with? How many women have you slept with? And I was, you know, I wasn't about that life at all. And her, hearing other guys in my environment, that's where your environment is so important. Um, mm -hmm. They were just saying things. I was a bit embarrassed. So I was on a, I was on a journey. And again, this is, this is just, I look back on it, it's so embarrassing, but I was on a journey to, you know, go ahead and sleep with women just because I wanted to be like them. And, you know, I'm going to get my body count up. So it started going down that path and ended up having kids with uh, three different women prior to yeah. my wife. Uh, we had kids, women that I didn't see myself with for a long time, women that we weren't even, you know, meant to be together. Um, I'm at fault for so many things as well, um, but I just wasn't ready for that kind of thing. So I got forced into being, into being a father. So up until now, um, three of my kids, uh, she kind of just took off with my kids. Haven't seen them in years. Wow. Um, another one, my son, I'm, I'm able to be with um, consistently. Um, so I'm, I'm with them all the time uh, by the grace of God and have another child where it's just too much energy to try mm -hmm. to, to parent with the mother. Cause you know, some things are still, still held on. So it's rough. That's why I feel for my father. Sometimes when I talk to him, um, he went through kind of through similar things to, to care for me. Um, so although, you know, I forgave him and I understand now I'm dealing with similar problems. Um, and it's hard. I feel like some women need to step up and encourage younger women like, Hey, um, you can't be making it this hard on guys. You can't yeah. be making, putting the kids in the way and, you know, finding all kinds of reasons to, you know, make the kids not spend time with their, with their father. Like he's important as well. So just dealing with that and being called all kind of bad names, um, by the grace of God, the, the way I live my life, it's hard for them to be able to, to say like, he's just a deadbeat or he's not doing anything. Cause I'm a youth group leader, very active with the children, uh, you know, the childcare, things like that. So I, I love children, especially my own, but sometimes we have to make uh, those sacrifices and get out of certain environments, even if it's things that, uh, that we don't like. So, um, as of now it's, 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 um, I'm able to spend quality time with my son, um, by the grace of God, but with my other children, it's kind of a distant, um, a distant thing. And I'm just praying over that. I know God's going to get them through just like he did myself. I never yeah. had my father. I trust, I had to trust him. I had to let that go. Um, as bad as it sounds, that's just something I had to submit to him because I was, I was just draining myself, just chasing them, just trying to raise my kids. And it was, um, it was tough. So I had to put that in the Lord's hand. And many people um, dislike that I made that decision, whether it's my family or, or people that know me, but those who really do know me, they understand. They know what I went through to try to, to parent my children and try to be there for them. Um, so, you know, it wasn't the most ideal situation, but, you know, I had to let it go and let God. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. And, you know, I just want to encourage you, like, although it's it may be embarrassing and it's a part of your story that it's that's that sandpaper part right that we don't really like talking about that rubs us the wrong way but as you were speaking i just hold the heard the holy spirit say um 
through your prayers and through the way you've changed your life, you've literally broken a generational curse and your children will never have to go through what you went through in the same like severity. And God is getting ready. I just feel it. I feel it. I feel it. And so you make, you got to make sure you email me back because God is closing the gap. Like I feel like a close Mm -hmm. the gap is getting ready to happen. And your babies are going to reach out to you to where their moms are going to be like, well, go with your dad or however that looks like. But I believe that God is getting ready to do something for you. Just continue to submit to him. So thank you so much for sharing that. And even sharing the piece about, you know, when me and my children's father were going through things, I I got called all kinds of names because I made it. They said, you know, I made it too easy for him, but I wasn't thinking about him. I was Mm. thinking about my babies and I understood that they needed him. And, um, Funny story, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, his new children with his new wife were at my house for the weekend. You know, I watched them for two days and people are like, this is weird. And I'm like, no, this is God. Absolutely. Come on. God, this is how he intended it for us to be because we didn't work out. He's still my brother, right? He's still like, he's still God's son. So we have to be able to be those examples. So I'm praying for you. I'm praying that God literally closes that gap. And um, I I just, I just want to really thank you for taking this time to share your testimony. I know that it's going to break some chains and I want you to share with the audience how can we get in contact with you? How do you know other folks that may want to book you on their podcast to speak or, you know, how how can we um, get to really get to um, support you in all of your endeavors that God has for you? Thank you. Yeah, so definitely you're going to have to email me uh, the information about the warms. That story just stuck to me about your businesses and about kind of your foundation where it's at. I need to know more. I need to research that. So please don't forget to uh, to send that over to me. It's going to be extremely valuable to me. Um, I would truly appreciate that. Um, but as far as uh, myself, I'm on Instagram at Gifted Mathis. Um, I have a show out, um, a podcast that I do. Um, it's about a good anywhere from three to six minutes, um, seven days a week um, to get your morning started off called Daily Gifts. It's on all uh, podcast platforms. Um, what I do is just an encouraging word to get your day started. Um, that's the way I was able to change my life. Um, every morning, listen up to co- listening to content. When I first started my uh, cleaning company, I would clean, listen to content. Um, it's to transform the renewing of your mind. Um, and I believe you have to, no matter what environment you're at, no matter where you live. Um, that's the with technology. That's the the key to get out of your environment is is transforming the mind, and that's what really yeah. helped me. Is every single day, every single morning, I wasn't, you know, listening to what my friends were saying. I wasn't listening to the things going on in my neighborhood. I was listening to content, following people who were, um, you know, putting out positive things and, you know, such as podcasts like this, just every single day, uh, minutes upon minutes of just, you know, renewing my mind. And, and by the grace of God, he's helped me to be able to see things clearer. Um, so I just want to give back. And I, that's why I put out the uh, Daily Gifts podcast and the uh, Gifted Mathis um, Instagram page where just post three times a day, some positive content, just because to counter a lot of the things that are going on in the world right now, but to also hopefully something to plant a seed, that's something that will stick, um, will be able to change your life uh, for today, tomorrow, and forevermore. 
Awesome. But we'll make sure that we link that podcast in the show notes for you guys to go get your daily dose. Listen, I I did the same thing. You know, ET was like on loop for me. I would listen to ET every single day and Lisa Nichols and some of these other like powerful voices. And and it's so amazing because what you put in comes out because now look at us, right? We are literally doing what we we you know used to consume for other folks. So TWT family, I just thank you guys so much. Remember to go and rate, like, and share this podcast. Make sure that you are sharing it with three people. I know that there's somebody in your life that needs to hear this content. So go make sure you just share this, this link directly over to them. Remember to live a life to inspire and not impress. Remember to lift as you climb. Remember to allow God to fully restore you and turn those trials into treasures. Until next week, see you guys soon. Bye-bye.